This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, August 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. CFTC nominees advance. Seen as Dodd-Frank friendly. McKinney nomination reaches Hill. Dems with Trump on trade. The Senate is a step closer to approving three new members of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. The Senate Agriculture Committee yesterday approved by voice vote the nominations of Republicans Brian Quintes and Don Stump and Democrat Russ Benham. There are currently only two members on the five-seat commission, and Democrat Sharon Y. Bowen has already announced she's stepping down. Acting Chairman Chris Giancarlo is awaiting confirmation as chairman. Stabenow. Nominees want to improve regs. The ranking Democrat of the Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, tells AgriPulse she's heartened by the commitments that the Republican nominees have made toward implementing the requirements of the Dodd-Frank law. The GOP nominees also indicated during their confirmation hearing that they were open to considering a budget increase for the agency that Republican members of Congress have fought for years. Stabenow said, I feel like we've got a group of people who want to work together and improve the law, and I think we've got bright people that are competent and committed to the agency, which I think is important. However, adding the two Republicans to the commission, along with Giancarlo, could mean the end of a rule that would lower the threshold for being regulated as a swaps dealer. Giancarlo argues that the lower limit would force agribusiness companies and others to cut back on trading. Roberts, I hope on post-recess USDA nominees. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, Republican of Kansas, looking to finally start work in September on three pending USDA nominations, including that of Deputy Secretary nominee Steve Sinsky. The nomination of Ted McKinney to become the Undersecretary for Trade, formally sent to the Senate yesterday. Also pending is the nomination of Sam Clovis to be Undersecretary for Research, Economics, and Education. Asked yesterday about moving the nominations in September, Roberts replied, I hope, I hope, I hope. CNN digs into Clovis' posts. Stabenow's already raised concerns about the Clovis nomination, and yesterday CNN reported on blog posts from 2011 and 2012 where Clovis said progressives were liars, race traitors, and race traitors. And he called Obama a Maoist with communist roots. USDA said in a statement that Clovis is, quote, a proud conservative and proud American. All of his reporting, either on the air or in writing over the course of his career, has been based on solid research and data. Roberts eyes two-day debate. Senator Roberts, in the meantime, says he's asked Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky, to preserve two days of floor time for the Farm Bill. Roberts still isn't ready to say when the committee will take up the legislation other than to say the sooner the better. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, said Monday he's determined to finish a new Farm Bill in the first quarter of next year, which is a very ambitious schedule. House Ag convenes in Minnesota. Conaway and other members of the House Committee are in Minnesota Farm Fest today in Morgan, Minnesota, to host the second of three Farm Bill listening sessions this week. AgriPulse Spencer Chase will be reporting from that meeting. Democrats talk tough on trade for 18. 
Senate Democrats are gearing up for next year's midterm elections by doubling down on the tough trade talk that helped President Trump get elected. Five Senate Democrats who are up for re-election in 2018, including Debbie Stabenow, outlined a trade policy yesterday that includes appointing a trade prosecutor to lead trade enforcement actions. Buy America requirements for all federally funded projects and a new North American free trade agreement that leads to, quote, better jobs and wages. During the 2016 campaign, polls showed that Democratic voters generally were more open to free trade than Republicans were. But for 2018, Senate Democrats are going to take their cues from the Trump campaign message. People who work hard every day need to know that somebody has their back in a global economy. Stavidow told reporters, if you're working at a factory or on a farm or on your phone, you should have the confidence that your country works for you and that our trade laws work for you. Canada confirms NAFTA Council. Canada is preparing for the NAFTA talks by appointing a group of advisors to provide input on the negotiations. The council is made up of 13 officials with a wide range of backgrounds and skill sets. The team includes Rona Ambrose, a 13-year veteran of Canada's parliament and former leader of the country's conservative party, and Marc-Andre Blanchard, Canada's ambassador and permanent representative to the United Nations. With the expansion of our consular presence in the United States and the creation of the NAFTA Council, we are furthering Canada's determination to promote Canadian interests and values in our bilateral relations with our main economic partner, that the word of Canadian Foreign Affairs Minister Krista Freeland. Biodiesel pins hopes on tax reform. As Republicans prepare to debate tax reform in September, biodiesel producers will be lobbying lawmakers to resurrect the industry's expired $1 a gallon tax credit. The industry also wants Congress to convert the tax incentive from a blender's credit to a producer's credit that would no longer apply to imported biodiesel. The tax reform legislation could provide a really good opportunity to further incentivize movement on a biodiesel tax incentive, according to Ann Steckel, Vice President of Federal Affairs for the National Biodiesel Board. Here's today's She Said It. He's on a mission. That Senator Debbie Stabenow, when Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts used the beginning of a brief committee hearing yesterday to list the committee members who had not yet signed on as co-sponsors of a bill to award the Congressional Gold Medal to former Senator Bob Dole. Two-thirds of the Senate and House are needed as co-sponsors for the bill to be considered. The medal is the highest civilian honor Congress can award. Representative Lynn Jenkins, a Republican of Kansas, is leading the sign-up effort in the House. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, August 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, please visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly. 